Welcome to the Wedding Obsessed Podcast designed to help you plan your dream day. I'm your host, Adriana, and each week I'm joined by the wedding industry's top professionals, celebs, influencers, and friends who share tips, trends, advice, and mistakes they've made so you don't have to. This is the Prenup Podcast. Couples have a love-hate relationship with trends right now. And everyone's really quick to point the finger at the trends themselves. But the real issue is that there's just so much information and so many different things that you can do with your wedding now that people tend to get a little bit overwhelmed and confused. And they feel like everything that they see on TikTok, every new dance or entrance or dress change or haircut, whatever needs to be incorporated into their wedding. And it's really just not the case. It's actually kind of wonderful that all these things are coming into the atmosphere because weddings looked really the same for a long time. The important thing is you don't have to take every single thing that you see. You can take bits and pieces and inspiration from different things. So look at it as a blessing that there is so much now out there on the internet. You don't have to feel like you need to do every little thing. Do what speaks to you because that's really what makes weddings special. It's okay to draw inspiration from other things, but when you personalize something and when you put your own touch on it, that's what is really, really memorable to you and your guests and anyone involved in your wedding. The truth is that you could see all these things on the internet and we did this at our wedding and it was so great. Unless you were the couple or you were there, you really have no way of knowing whether these things are properly executed, whether they actually make sense to do on your day. So who better than to talk about trends than vendors, people who have seen it firsthand. So a few months ago, I was really honored to be asked to speak on a panel of some amazing vendors that I really admire about 2023 trends. And the panel was actually catered to vendors, but I think it's really beneficial for you to hear what vendors are telling other vendors and get a little behind the scenes look of what some of the top people in the industry are recommending. This panel was hosted by Kristen Jones of Suit Shop, which is a company that I absolutely love. They've really broke the mold on buying suits for your wedding, whether you're bride, groom, bridal party, and she did such an awesome job. She went into different hues, styles, uh, patterns, cuts that are really popular among suits this season, as well as just some different trends and details. I love, love, love Suit Shop. Um, I have a special code with Suit Shop, so if you want to get in contact with me, I can give you that. It is specifically for prenup subscribers, listeners, and my wedding planning clients. First guest speaker was Tina Wong of Grace and Ivory, which is a nationwide made-to-measure dress shop. And they also have a try-at-home option, which is really, really cool. But she goes into all different kinds of dress trends, which I loved. The next speaker was yours truly, and it was my first live speaking engagement. So you'll notice I had a little snafu with the beginning and the end with the slides, but overall it was really, really fun. And I went into trendy traditional because there's a big trend of going back to the tradition and the basics of things and kind of stripping everything that we've kind of been adding in. Um, so that was really fun for me. And the third guest speaker was Courtney Cannon of The Cannons Photography. She's incredibly talented and she goes through lots of uh, photography trends. I had so much fun on this panel. I was so honored to be a part of it. Here it is, my live panel hosted by Suit Shop. 
Hello, we're so happy to have you here. <laughs> There's still a few people um, rolling in, but um, thank you to everyone for joining us today and happy International Women's Day to all the women attending. Um, I'm going to introduce myself real quick. My name is Katie. I'm the Director of Customer Experience here at Suit Shop. Um, a little quick um, info about Suit Shop. Um, we are an affordable, inclusive suiting brand. Our suits start at $199 to own. We have suits for men, women, non-binary folks, kids. Um, we're really trying to pioneer a new path in weddings, formal wear, and everyday outfitting. We have a few brick and mortar showrooms, as well as a really high-tech driven virtual sizing solution um, and a really industry-leading broad size range. And our real focus is providing the best in-class customer service to anyone that we interact with. Um, I'm really excited for the topic today, trending in weddings for 2023 with some of our industry friends. Um, joining us today, we have my colleague, Kristen, the marketing director at Suit Shop. Tina, the founder and CEO of Grace and Ivory. We have Adriana, wedding planner and host of the podcast, The Prenup, as well as Courtney Cannon from The Cannons Photography. Um, so we are going to go ahead and get started. I will be manning the chat today. So if you have questions that come up, please feel free to add them in there. We will try our best to get through as many questions as there are. Um, and Kristen, I will let you kick us off. Awesome. Thanks so much. I'm going to start a little timer for myself so I don't go over because we all at Suit Shop at least know that I really enjoy talking. So let's share my screen and give me just a second to get this going. We'll dive right in. All right. So can we see everything look good? All right, cool. So today I'm covering, uncovering the year's top trends to keep your couples current. I do think we might have a couple of couples that have joined us, which is great. I think this um, topic that we're talking about today will be relevant for everybody. So try to keep that in mind as we're talking about some of these things. As Katie mentioned, I'm the director of marketing at Suit Shop. I've been here for two years and recently planned my own wedding without a planner. So I think those are some of the things that qualify me to help talk about this. Um, but I wanted to get, uh, started with a few things and you guys might already know this. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but our main places that we have people who are planning their weddings before they might reach out to a planner or even after they've reached out is going to be Pinterest, TikTok, and Instagram. So we're going to talk a little bit about leveraging these channels and what people are using these channels for and some of the trends that we're seeing come up from these channels. So up versus Pinterest, obviously, this is a tried and true channel for wedding planning. We have this as something, whether it's creating mood boards to be able to send to your wedding professionals that are going to help with them with the inspo. Um, as I have here, this is the Inspire channel. Um, another colleague of mine also kind of put in perspective for me that when I didn't necessarily find Pinterest to give me everything I wanted, I also came in with like a very strong base knowledge. So when most couples are getting started, they might have no idea what they want or where to get started. So Pinterest is really that place for inspiration, but something I want to talk about specifically today is something you might not be familiar with, but that's Pinterest predicts. And if you are, we're just going to run through it real quick, but basically every year Pinterest is looking at trending searches and they're able to predict what are we going to see. 
Usually they have one section that is going to be dedicated to weddings, but they also have other sections that might be about style, florals, and other things that we can actually apply to weddings as well. But for today, we're going to talk about what they've predicted, which is Rust Married, Hues of Copper, Terracotta, and Burnt Sienna. And so I'm going to go ahead and lean on some of the photography and images that we have from real couples that have used Suit Shop. And this photo, I think, gives a really great example of multiple ways to incorporate burnt orange, whether it's through the suit of the marrier, groom, bride. Um, that's what we see it a lot as is this like single person standing out in a burnt orange. And then we have some accessories here as well as our bridesmaids. And you even see some hues of those orange tones in the bouquets. So again, we have a couple of uh, examples here from Suit Shop. And just as a heads up, Suit Shop is actually not going to be carrying burnt orange despite this as a full inventory option, but we do have the option to special order this color. So if you do have a couple or if there's a couple listening that is really interested in this color from us, please just give us a heads up about 10 to 12 weeks in advance so we can work out sizing and special order and we can still get this color for you. So do not fret. And then going into one of the other trends that we're seeing a lot is neutrals and satins. And I thought this would also be a great place where I could continue to talk about burnt orange and rust a little bit, but it's a perfect pair for jewel tones and core classics. So you can see that we've got burnt orange, we've got some satins, we've got some crepe, but also they're pairing it with our deep teal. So like a nice jewel tone versus necessarily, um, we also had the tan in the other picture, the orange, they're not using this as like a, a big primary color in terms of the groomsmen, but we're seeing a lot again in the bridesmaids and the accessories. So just touching a little bit on where I think we're going to be seeing the burnt orange more in our wedding parties. So some industry friends that are trusted brands to recommend to your couples, or if there's couples listening that you can trust, I did Moomoo Weddings and we used, I think theirs is just copper. Um, this is Birdie Gray's, uh, I think this is actually called Bert Sienna, if I'm not mistaken, and then Bella Bridesmaids. Birdie Gray and Bella Bridesmaids are really strong partners of Suit Shop that we work with regularly. Um, I'm always including Moomoo Weddings because I use them, so I know that they were really easy to work with and can recommend. Oh, she went really right into that. One second. Okay. So moving on into wedding talk. Um, this is, I think, where couples and even wedding planners are starting to refine where they're at in the wedding planning process. So, and this is also a great place for you guys as wedding industry leaders to showcase yourself. So if I'm using her as an example, I'm going to let it play for like five or 10 seconds, just so you can get a grip on what she's talking about. But you know, she's got this very big and bold here. And then if we just run right into it. Okay. As you can tell, she's talking really fast, kind of like me. And she is giving as many tips as she can in those first like 10, 15 seconds. And it continues on for the rest of the video. So you guys are pros. You're working so hard in this industry every day. You know these little tips and tricks that you can give people. And TikTok is a really great place to do that. This video has hundreds of thousands of views. And now all these people know this wedding planner and photographer. I actually had this video saved for when I was wedding planning and used the Q-tip um, on my wedding day. So I think um, just kind of keeping those things in mind. So some of the things we've been seeing from wedding talk from a trends perspective is a modern twist on black tie, all black everything. This is a TikTok video of a, a dress code for a wedding that just asked all their guests to wear black, which I think is super classy. 
wanted to do this for my wedding. My husband was not for it, but I think it's beautiful. And then the other trend we're seeing is the uninterrupted black. So where the entire wedding party is only wearing black. We don't have the white shirts. We've got black shirts. It's just uninterrupted. And we'll talk about this in a few, but you also see that we have a mixed gendered wedding party here, which is also super important, I think, to share with our couples. Next, the mixed gender wedding party. This isn't necessarily something I want to consider a trend. It's just something I want to encourage for wedding pros, couples listening. Um, you should have everybody that you love standing with you, and that shouldn't be you know, narrowed down to what their gender is and how they identify. So if you have somebody, a brother who you want to be your bridesman or vice versa, um, make sure you have everyone with you. This is a newer photo we were tagged in that I think is just gorgeous, burnt orange, tan, and a bunch of neutral hues. Again, a lot of the trends we've already mentioned so far in this conversation, but moving on from that, um, something else we're seeing, again, really heavily on TikTok that we're seeing this is the non-traditional guest books. I don't think this is anything new. I've been to multiple weddings that have had these um, voicemail guest books, and I actually used it at my own. So I just wanted to call out a brand that I trust, which is After the Tone. They make it really simple to order. They send it a few days before the wedding. You send it back a few days after, and you get all your voicemails. Um, it's really nice to have that like lifetime recording of the people you love's voice and messages that they have for you on your wedding day. And then again, not new, but instant print photos to do a photo guest book. I think, again, we'll just continue to see these two things. Some options to share with your couples, I'm sure you already know, is the signage that you can get from Etsy. Um, after the tone also provides something you can print, but I think some of these more fun ones from Etsy are a little more fun. Um, and then another pro tip is that if you do have a couple that goes with this, remind them that this isn't tied to any one location. You might put this at the entry table, but a lot of my guests at my wedding actually missed the opportunity to do this. And my husband and I regretted not walking around the wedding reception and sharing the opportunity to leave a voicemail. So give them the um, little pro tip that they can take this around with them whenever they're having a good time and get some voicemails left for them. And then next, the guest perspective, disposable cameras are back. I Again, I don't think this is super new, but I wanted to share this cool um, brand and it's covered on my screen, but this is called Analog. So these cameras are really cool. They just launched this wedding pack. So you can buy five. You can see they're like branded to be more wedding centric. They have a few different styles. But you can buy a pack of five for a hundred bucks. What's unique to these cameras is if you leave these all around on the tables, they can actually then mail them to Analog who will digitize the photos for them. And I've seen them a lot on TikTok and the way that they are able to um, kind of finish the photos is a lot better than if you go try to take it to Walgreens and the experience is way better because that takes like two or three weeks to get your photos back. Up next is the trend of bigger isn't always better. Just quickly running through this, we're seeing a lot uh, more minimalist opportunities throughout the wedding industry, whether it's very small table decor like this or smaller bouquets. Another way that we're seeing this is also in wedding parties. Um, this was a photo from my wedding. I had my matron of honor, my maid of honor that stood with us on our wedding day, but I have a lot more people that I love. So there were nine girls total that got ready, wore some form. Um, they wore more of a rust color um, uh, that was shown in one of the first photos. And they still got ready with me, got photos done with us, but they just didn't stand up with us. And we're seeing that a lot. I feel like you're either having two people on your wedding or 12 is what I've been seeing this year a lot of. So it's really, there hasn't really been as much in between when I'm working with like influencers. So that's been an interesting trend. And with that, 
smaller flowers, bigger savings. Um, I wanted to call out another industry friend, which is something borrowed blooms. These are silk flowers for rent. And I was a little skeptical of these flowers, but I got to see them in person at the wedding MBA this year. And they are different textures. They feel beautiful. They smell good, which I wasn't anticipating. And there's so many different ways that you can utilize them. I was able to see so many different styles that they did, whether it was an arch or table setting. So just want to shout them out. And then lastly, for showcasing our brands, we have Instagram. And I'm not going to speak too much on Instagram because we all know what Instagram is. We've all kind of started there and know what's there. Suit Shopper Lies, that's our best channel. So um, we know what suit or what Instagram is going to be. And that's really to showcase. But one thing I will talk about is the photos that I feel that perform the best for us and the things that we're sharing are these moments of true authenticity. So I wanted to use it's International Women's Day. One of our favorite um, women's items is our white tuxedo. So I wanted to give this a little moment here. And I'm showing three different use cases that we see here. We have our LGBT plus bride who really just didn't feel true to herself in a dress. So we, she's got the white tuxedo. We also see that we've got some brilliant blue suits in her bridal party here. And then we have a courthouse wedding where again, maybe the dress just didn't feel right for this day, but it still gave that gorgeous power look for her wedding day. And then last but not least, we have a cis hetero couple that chose to do that white and black balance. Again, looks good. She feels true to herself. So these photos tend to do really well whenever people feel the most like themselves and are so genuinely happy on their big days. So I encourage you to share that. And then lastly, I'm going to share two more people. Um, one is Grayson Ivory. I love this pearl cape that she's got here. I had to do, I did a pearl cape at my wedding, big trend. Um, these, Tina's going to talk more about her brand, so I'm not going to go too far into it. And then Confetti is another partner brand of ours. This is a live streaming service for couples. They're pivoting slightly and they're going to be um, turning into more of just a wedding tech solution where people can do kind of like a be real live photos from the day and one feed for the couples. They can gift through this app and get updates from the wedding in this app. It's a really cool app that they're kind of transitioning to kind of mid spring, early summer. So keep an eye out for that. And then if you guys have any questions, let me know. I probably only have a second or two to answer. Um, and this QR code, if you're looking, you can scan that to get to our Instagram. But yeah. Okay. I don't know. There, I saw a chat. Oh, sorry that the sound didn't play. I just <laughs> saw that. But basically she was talking really fast. She says, um, just to like recap it really quick as she goes, um, keep a Q-tip in your bouquet so that whenever you're crying, you can pull it out, tap tap the tear and put it back. And then she says, put a eyelash glue on the back of your neck to keep your necklace in place. So it's not moving around, have a printout of your, um, photo timeline for your photographer and things like that. So she just gave a lot of really fast tips, um, really quickly, but with that being said, I'll stop sharing. I know I was talking really fast, but I'll be able to share this deck afterwards. Um, if you want to look back through it and we can pass this off, um, yeah, Rebecca, sorry. I saw I just saw Rebecca's comment about seeing bigger boulder. Okay. I I think that um she it says I'm actually seeing the opposite in the core. We're seeing bigger boulder. Do you think it's region specific? It's region and I think that this is mixed. I think when I say minimalist, 
I don't always necessarily mean that the colors are white and black or very um, diluted colors. I am also, we're also seeing like big, bright, bold colors and maybe only have a couple of stems and their centerpieces. But I think I do also still see the over the top. But when, um, again, from Pinterest predicts and just from what we're seeing on TikTok, it was more of like a trend thing to share about that. I, again, I think it's a little mixed, but again, I don't think really before the last two or three years did we see so much minimalism in the wedding industry. I think it's something we're seeing more of than we would have a few years ago, but I, it could be region specific. And I'm, I think that again, we'll continue to see a bit of both, but anyway, I'm going to stop sharing my screen. Um, and let this be passed off to Tina, I believe. Hi, all. I do have a screen to share. So can everybody see? Um, well, thank you, Kristen and the Suit Shop team and everybody here for joining us. Um, I'm Tina Wong. I am the founder and CEO of Grace and Ivory. We focus on wedding dresses for kick-ass brides, and I will go briefly into what that means, but I do think that we um, we're a direct-to-consumer dress program. Uh, we design and have our own collection of made-to-measure dresses. Uh, we're also um, available nationwide. We're based here in Chicago, uh, but we do have a try-at-home program, so brides can order dresses directly off our website, and they can have a really nice try-at-home party um, at home, and so we have brides all over the country. Um, let me see if... So just a little bit about us, uh, just why we're here. Um, I do have... I used to work in nonprofits, and so Grace and Ivy is a socially conscious business that provides a better bridal gown experience. Overall, we are focused on just an amazing experience. We work with our brides one-on-one -on -one and just really want to make sure that we have an experience that's infused with empathy and it's a big emotional purchase. And so we're working very early with brides as well. Um, so our focus is, as I mentioned, made to measure, and we're looking at customizable options. We do some, we customize the designs that we sell, and we also have really affordable pricing by working directly with our production team. So today I do wanna talk about uh, more trends and emotions um, within the dress buying process and kind of what we're seeing, because I realize like we see brides on a day-to-day -day basis and in, um, a stage very early in the process. Typically women get engaged, women and anyone who identifies as a woman or a bride, let's be clear, um, or anyone who wants to wear a dress with us, I'm happy to work with everyone. Um, they typically, you know, it's finding a venue and kind of getting your basics down and I see people book dress appointments. So, um, just sorry, I do have this. I think we talked about this is uh, for Grace and Ivory specifically. We're looking at our three uniques, which is value for money, and all of our dresses are under $2,500. Like I mentioned, it's our bridal experience. Um, we're made to measure, and then our social impact and our custom options are really important to us. Uh, this is a picture of Sarah, who uh, runs a lot of our operations and our. Uh, bridal appointments and she is wearing a suit shop jacket because we love them and we love their women's line. Um, yeah. <laughs> so 
uh, for dress trends, this is, uh, I, I really want to focus just kind of going over what we've seen in dress trends. Um, featured here is our pearl cape. She is a bestseller. Uh, I can't keep her stocked. It's really fun. I just love the look. Um, Kristen wore it for her own wedding. It was really awesome. It Thank was you. incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yes, capes. I personally, as the designer, I loved, you know, seeing uh, capes come into the scene. And so we added Cape Star Collection about three years ago, our pearl cape now we've seen take off. At, worst, at first I was worried. I was like, oh my gosh, I love it, but I'm not sure if anyone else is loving it. I've seen it take off now. Um, like I mentioned, pearl. So uh, in addition to our pearl cape, We've seen a lot of uh, pearls. Justin, for example, we've replaced some of the beading on our Elise dress, which has a lot of uh, silver beading. We've replaced it with all pearl. We have pearl veils. And so there's a lot of pearl details or um, a lot of our brides that love a crepe dress, they'll pair it with pearl, like a pearl necklace or pearl earrings. Uh, we've seen a big move to silk satin or something with like Mikado silk, which is a stiffer fabric. Um, and so the with essentially fabrics with a little bit more shine. And then we've seen a lot of sparkle added to a ton of our dresses where um, we've gotten additional clear sequins added to the lace, like so, brides are really wanting to make a, a big impact with how they enter the room. And I guess that is nothing new, but this is how we're kind of seeing changes and how they're doing it. Um, I do feel like for a while, like we still definitely have our minimal brides, which is why it's also on this list, but it's now I, I feel like there's, there's one side or the other side. So some of our dresses, our brides are like, I want to remove all the sparkle or, but we've seen a lot more now where they want more sparkle. Um, and that's big, been a big change over the last year. Uh, sleeves. Um, we've seen a resurgent for sleeves. I feel like for a while I wasn't getting a lot of sleeve requests, but now in addition to like long sleeves with beading or lace um, or a bell sleeve, uh, we have a, our Blake dress has a really gorgeous bell sleeve and it's really a lot of our brides that are getting married or eloping in the mountains. Uh, they've been kind of leaning towards that trend. Um, but then also big billowy sleeves. So we've done some custom sleeves and we actually have some coming up in dresses that we haven't released yet where there's more lace on the sleeves or some 3D florals. Uh, we've seen a resurgence in straight necklines. Uh, so we do, um, we've, we can modify the necklines to our made to measure dresses. And so we've seen either you know, before it was, we see a lot of deeper Vs or actually changing uh, some of our uh, sweetheart necklines to something straighter, or we'll do something a little bit more custom. Um, corsets, like a corset top, I think we all know generally they've been making a comeback uh, and we've seen it in some of um, changes to our designs or it's actually upcoming to some of our new designs. Um, and then for dress trends, like I said, minimal. We've actually had brides come in and we do have some crepe dresses or some satin dresses and they've taken out any lace detail or anything and wanted something super simple um, and paired with uh, our crepe cape or the Omega satin cape. So 
these are dress trends. And I think it's interesting because along with dress trends, uh, we see a lot of the emotional part of a purchase, especially obviously with our in-person appointments, or like I said, even with our try at home brides, um, they have the option to book a bridal consultation with us or work with us one-on-one. Um, or we've had some of our try at home brides come in to Chicago because they just wanted to, um, you know, kind of create their own different type of bridal experience. But I think it's really interesting because of course, there's always the looking at traditions versus something one of a kind. And so we've really focused on educating our brides on what their dress is to them and helping them prioritize. So there's a big focus on, I think just dress education, like, A, what are you shopping for? Do you care if it's off the rack or do you want something that's made to measure or more custom? Um, And really helping them make informed decisions because they really, they really want to either completely buck tradition or we've seen a lot of like, well, we want to have like bits of tradition in there, but we under, you know, I think that there is a lot of value here for what we're providing in our bridal experience. Um, so I think our brides have really loved our experience. And so it's really working with everyone on their team or chatting with, uh, we don't do alterations specifically. So we work closely with their alteration specialists and just making sure that um, we're helping them manage emotions and expectations. And so that leads to my next point here is there's always a lot of expectations with mom and family expectations. And I think it's something that they don't even realize that it's something that their mom would care so deeply about, especially about their wedding dress. And so we We usually, we've been putting more out there on our social media and everything to just say, hey, you know, like talk to mom first before you go shopping or go shopping by yourself and a close friend and pick out favorites and then do the big shopping experience or do the big try at home um, after you have an idea of what you like. Uh, Just specifically, we had a mom this past weekend where like the bride really wanted something simple and nothing flashy. And apparently, you know, mom had something completely different in mind that she saw her daughter in. And so um, we've seen a lot of those types of expectations, like trying to help them manage them and then also let them know how they can infuse those emotional expectations into something like try at home or a different type of shopping experience. Um, And then actually Kristen touched on this with a bridal party about who's coming to appointments. We've definitely seen a ton more bridesmen. So like making sure that as a bride's changing and just like as anyone is has a certain level of privacy because it isn't necessarily anyone who I guess is typically labeled as a woman or anything like there's changes in those kind of uh, traditions. Um, And then we've also had quite a few of our brides shop with their fiancés and with their partner. And a lot of the trend there is like, well, this is, you know, this is my best friend and this is my partner. If I want anyone's opinion, I want their opinion. So um, yeah, so just a little bit on those emotional pulls that we've been seeing and kind of changing. Uh, And we just wanted, I wanted to share that. Um, Overall, I wanted to make a mention to guest experience trends um, because this kind of pulls out this comes out a lot of the emotional talk, but there is more budget towards an overall bridal look as weddings have gotten smaller to an extent. 
um, our brides have talked about like, oh, we wanted, we want to put money into something more custom and I want to put more money into my dress hair and makeup. So I think that was really interesting. Um, a big focus on just making sure there's really good food served. Um, and then a lot of our brides are saying, oh, we came to you because we wanted to shop women owned or we wanted to shop small or businesses that give back uh, because we support a portion of every dress purchase for us supports the Chicago Foundation for Women. Um, and it's something that I really believe in uh, and overall advocating. Um, and that's women with an X because anyone who identifies. Um, and then again, whole weekend experiences. So we help brides and chat with them on like try at home isn't just about trying on a dress at home by yourself and you get it in a box. It's a, the whole experience uh, and putting together like a fun little party to do. So I hope I didn't talk too fast, but I did want to keep it quick as well. And this was a little bit about just dress trends, emotional pulls, and just things that we've experienced in our day-to-day -day, uh, with our brides. So this is our QR code. It leads to our website if anyone would love to check us out. Uh, and we can chat more, um, but you can see on our website, it's easy to order samples to try at home and a little bit about our brand. So thank you. Thank you, Tina. All right, I'm going to pass it over to Adriana. All right, thanks, Kristen. So I'm going to get my screen up, but I'm really excited to be with everyone and on this panel of incredible vendors. And I love hearing about trends and sharing fabulous trends. So this is just really fun for me. I hope it's as fun for everybody else, but I'm going to pull this up. And can everyone see that? Yes. So I'm Adriana. I'm the founder of The Prenup, which is a wedding planning media company that encompasses The Prenup podcast, blogs, blogs, and all social. And it provides brides and grooms uh, with helpful planning tips, hacks, and secrets from wedding pros, as well as inspiration, advice, and trends. The prenup also provides products and services um, such as planners, templates, concierge service. I'm just trying to flip this. I think if you go to the, moment, yeah. Guys, so sorry about that. We're going backwards here. Okay. <laughs> um, my apologies. Um, but as wedding vendors and as couples planning weddings, we see trends go as quickly as they come. And it can be really hard to keep track of. Some trends wind up sticking around and standing the test of time, like the first look. And some trends have a good run, but there comes a time when the rain must come to an end, like the garter toss. Um, but people are having so much fun with weddings and what they are and aren't incorporating to put personal touches on things or emulate things that they're really inspired by. But I thought it would be fun to highlight some of the trends that harken back to traditions and things that have come and gone and come back again. So we are seeing so many couples give vintage nods to their weddings, whether, whether that's in practice or solely in photo op. 
But the retro vibe is definitely being incorporated in some really fun ways with a healthy mix of trendy and traditional. And there's tons of examples of this, but today I'm just going to focus on three. And the first one I want to get into is the engagement announcement. So we're going to take it way back to 1851. Uh, shout out to Ms. Sarah Mullet and Mr. John Brandt. They were the first wedding announcement in the New York Times. So through the next 150 years after their wedding announcement, uh, this would progress into a really coveted spot in the New York Times for both engaged and married couples. Any of us who grew up on Sex in the City and Friends will remember Monica's and Charlotte's fixations on having their engagements in the New York Times. Monica's uh, forcing Chandler out of the picture because he wasn't smiling properly and Charlotte's ink mustache snafu. Uh, but the reality is that tradition of the newspaper engagement announcement had really gone dated shortly thereafter the early 2000s. And now we're airing into couples who are nearly too young to really have ever read a newspaper, so much so that the newspaper engagement announcement has kind of become a vintage novelty. And although most people are no longer reading a newspaper, the spectacle of seeing your name in photo and ink is really exciting to modern couples. And there's so many fun ways to incorporate this and so many cool companies that provide this service to couples. But some of the ways that couples can mix this in, um, they can use their layout, the newspaper layout for their save the dates, which is really nice. They can also use it for wedding programs. One of my favorite incorporations is in the welcome bag. So you can have your weekend itinerary in the paper and fun things to do around town, um, your program info, information about you know, your bridal party. Some people will put crosswords in there. So really, really fun. Um, but some like to go a little more simply and incorporate the newspaper article as a thank you card, or even just digitally as a cute way to announce their engagement or their wedding on social media. So just a lot of fun, iconic, vintage glamour. And speaking of iconic, vintage glamour, the next trend I want to get into is the getaway car. So once upon a time, a young couple would scurry out of their wedding reception, waving goodbye to family and friends, and driving off with cans trailing behind them. But today, brides no longer want to leave the reception early. They want to tear the place down as two grooms. And they want outfit changes. They want good music. They want fun, greasy food. And they want to party the night away with their loved ones into the wee hours. But that doesn't leave a lot of room for that adorable photo op of seeing your guests off. And if you haven't noticed a common theme, it really is all about in trend today, that aesthetic photo op, which I happen to love. And I think everyone really is on the same page. I'm really glad couples aren't sacrificing the joy and celebration for photos. And they're just working editorial style photos into their day. And they can definitely do that with a getaway car, specifically with the inception of the quote unquote, cooled bride aesthetic or cool wedding aesthetic. Um, we're seeing couples do shoots in classic cars, sometimes still even with those cans tied to the back. And we're even seeing some modern takes on this, 
such as getaway boats, getaway bikes, and even getaway helicopters. So people are having a lot of fun. Um, but instead of leaving their receptions in their fancy wheels or jets, couples are now typically either taking this from ceremony to reception if they're in separate places, um, or they're using it strictly for those photos in between, or they're using it as a fun part of kind of an elopement themed engagement shoot. So they can kind of have the best of both worlds. They don't have to do everything on that day. They can kind of style their engagement shoot so that it seems like it's a, an alternative style wedding. And the third trend that I wanna get into is color or lack thereof. So you'll see some pictures on here, this 1840s one, this is Victoria. And although she wasn't the first royal to wear white at her wedding, Queen Victoria really was kind of the Alex Earl of the 1840s. And she's credited for popularizing the white wedding gown. And for decades upon decades to come, white was kind of the only option. But if we fast forward to the 2020s, I know Tina can definitely speak to this and seeing different dress styles. Um, if we fast forward to the 2020s, as recently as fall of 2023, New York Bridal Fashion Week designers, including Monique Lillie and Inez DeSanto, used color and pops of color in their styles. And with spring bridal fashion week coming up, I am definitely predicting a lot more color as well. And similarly enough, the 1840s gave way to the groom's morning suit. And since then, fits, styles, colors, they've all kind of varied through the decades. But that was really the start of the grooms and groomsmen sort of matching and groomswear not really being distinguished between others. And that went on for a long time. But today, thanks to amazing companies like Suit Shop, we're seeing all sorts of colors, styles, accessories, and suits made for any gender and anyone who wants to wear a suit to be married in, to be in a bridal party, to be a guest at a wedding in both style and comfort. And we just love seeing these customizable options for anyone who's involved in a wedding, especially because, you know, up until a few years ago, there really weren't options for that. So it's so fun to see people's personalization incorporated even into their dress. And there are so many other trends that kind of go with this traditional, and you can check a lot of them out on my social um, or if you have questions and you want to chit chat, you can reach out to me anytime. Um, my email's on my website. So if you ever need anything, just reach out. That was incredible. <laughs> I loved that. Thank you so much. So fun to learn the history. A lot of things I had no idea about. So that was super cool. Oh, awesome. Um, all right. I'm going to pass over to our last final speaker of the day, Ms. Courtney. Hello, I'm going to go ahead and get this pulled up. Oh. As soon as she's done screen sharing, then I can screen share on her. So sorry. Oh, no, you're okay. It just was yelling at me. Zoom over here. <laughs> yeah, let me. Oh, gosh. Zoom likes to do that. Entire... I feel like you okay. led into our talk so well, though. I loved what you were mentioning about the getaway cars and 
putting those moments in the day authentically in those photos. We love a good getaway moment. Okay. Are you able to do it now? Um, no, I think you're still screen sharing over there. Yeah. You should have a little thing. Yeah. There we go. I apologize. So no, sorry. You're okay. No worries. <laughs> All right, let me get this presenting. Okay, so that was the perfect lead-in because I absolutely love some of the trends that she mentioned that I didn't even think of. I focused more on the actual style of photography and how we're seeing those trends come to life. And I think that whether you're a couple or a vendor, there's this is so great to keep in mind when you're trying to decide what you're sharing on social media and how you're displaying your various types of creativity. So uh, I am Courtney with the Canons Photography. We are husband and wife wedding photographers located in Ohio, and we serve kind-hearted couples. We have been in business. We celebrate 10 years in August. We're so excited. And we also host a conference called the Graceful Gathering. And we are just so thankful for the suit shop. We have done multiple styled shoots and had a wonderful experience for all of them with the company and we also love sending our couples their way. So we're excited to just share with the community today. So I kind of did a poll just to see what other people would say were the trends in photography. And it was overwhelmingly the same things over and over that we're seeing. And I feel like so many of these things are pulling from not only the social media that couples are looking at, but also from the desire of that vintage vibe that she was just mentioning and that love of even film photography, where some of these concepts, whether photographers are shooting film or not, are still being pulled into their style. So what the first one is the blur. You probably have noticed photos with intentional blur across all platforms at this point. In this one, you can see that the table is in focus, but the couple is blurred. And it just gives this sense of authenticity and makes you feel like you're in the moment because you can see the movement happening in the photo. And then there is a more completely direct um, totally out of focus. And I do really feel like this idea definitely stems from film because sometimes when you're capturing on film, you really end up with these beautiful moments and it tells the story with this authentic vibe. And then we have direct flash, which is more of a, when everything is dark, everything just looks really bright because essentially they're pointing the flash right at the couple or whatever it is that they're photographing. And then we are also seeing tons of inspiration come in from TikTok. We actually just had a couple not too long ago send us an email that was packed full of ideas that she found on TikTok. And it's, it's fantastic. We love getting different ideas and meshing them together with the various classic and traditional pieces that we love to provide as well. And that leads me to... We believe that while the trends can be fun and 
We love sprinkling them into our galleries. We really think that at the end of the day, what our couples and fellow vendors really need are the classic photos that stand the test of time. And I think with all of the things that we've talked about today, it's just such a I've seen that over and over, you know, like this is what is trending, but this is kind of how it goes back to where it all started. And this is where it came from. And no matter what trends they incorporate in their day, I think that having these classic photos will allow them to shine in a way that they won't have to explain, you know, this is, this is what was in when I got married. So we believe that the classic expected portrait that every grandma wonders where it's at and it's sitting on their mantle is so important to have. Along with just capturing those genuine, candid, authentic moments. And I actually had this on the trending side of our presentation for a while because just the idea of these editorial, more candid moments is technically a trend right now too. And these are often in photography guided as well as truly candid. And then just the photos of your loved ones and everyone who is there celebrating with you. There's so much value in this and taking the time to make sure that you do have that getaway car, but you also are celebrating with all of the people who mean the most to you. And then the details, whether that be the bouquet or the table or your cake, really making sure that the photographer is able to have the time to really just capture everything that the couple has put their thought into. So all of these different ideas today, there's so much value to the fact that the couple spent time and money investing in perfectly selecting these pieces. So making sure from a photography standpoint that the photographer has a chance to really capture all of these pieces. And at the end of the day, no matter how it is captured, trendy, timeless, dark and moody, light and airy, that every moment in memory is really just brought together to capture the entire day. Thank you so much. Those photos were gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and I love that you brought it back to the classic because you're right, you know, maybe 10, 20 years from now, you still want to have a photo up on your wall, but maybe that trend has passed and it wouldn't be as, as cool to have it up then. So thank you everyone for participating. Um, if you have any quick questions, throw them in the chat. Um, otherwise this is recorded. So we will be sharing it afterwards. Um, and be sure to follow all of our presenters on social. You'll have some great images and things to learn. Um, and I don't see any questions coming up, so I'm going to let everyone go. Enjoy Wait. the rest of your International Women's Day. Thank you so much for listening to the episode today. Please like, review, rate, subscribe, follow. 
whatever the things are. It's really, really helpful. If you do support us, there's something in it for you too. You'll have the opportunity to win a free prenup bridal prep planner. We give one away every month. I have the directions on how to do that below, so make sure you check that out. Thank you again for listening. Happy planning. See you next Wednesday.